why we think the financial services that are currently provided by you know established banks regional or larger banks to the insurance industry at large and agencies specifically is frankly broken to the point where it's still in the 20th century pleased today to be here with Sven Gerlach. He is the chief technology officer and co-founder of Turus. Welcome, Sven. Thank you for having me. And maybe as a starting point, I know you, you just came out of stealth uh, with the business, so, so maybe you can let us know what you're up to. Turus is, in essence, a uh, you know API-first banking platform, uh, which we want to make available to the insurance industry. And um, we've been ideating uh, between my co-founder, Doug, um, who is the CEO and was the former CEO at Stable uh, for the last sort of six months, I'd say. Um, and we've had, you know, a ton of customer interviews uh, to own in on the actual problem that we're trying to solve and the pain points that uh, we can come up with uh, a solution for. And um, we've gotten to the point about, you know, a month ago or two months ago where we decided that uh, now is the time to basically pull the trigger, um, you know, do the company formation. And um, we wanted to get out uh, with that news just before uh, in, in Insights. Is this newly digitized version of an existing product that's out there or is this a completely new type of offering into the marketplace? We would argue this is a completely new type of offering in the marketplace. So we've identified a number of pain points that you know you can see across the insurance value chain. That's including um, you know small agencies, larger ones, MGAs, um, whether or not they're tech enabled, um, and also carriers. You know it really starts already at the uh, onset of onboarding a new customer to a bank. Painful process. Um, you have to explain yourself. Why do you have two accounts? Why do you have an operator's account, a trust account? Immediately that raises, you know, at least a yellow flag um, for traditional banks. Uh, for some reason, they don't understand your business model at all or have a fairly poor grasp on it. Uh, so, you know, you have to explain how um, reversals work and why you have them. Um, it continues in, on the onboarding process when you want to bring in, um, you know, payment solutions. Uh, let's say a Stripe, which is a popular solution. Um, we've heard of horror stories where, you know, reversing a policy may lead to, especially if it's a new startup, it may very quickly lead to, you know, a, a, a flagged account. Um, again, you have to jump through a bunch of hoops for onboarding. So those are the issues already that you see straight out the gate. Um, but then for operating businesses, you see a bunch of other issues. You know, you have um, the issue of cash reconciliation, um, which is a huge pain point. We estimate that you know between ten to twenty percent of uh, a small agency's time is spent on funds flow admin. Uh, so that is you know a person going into uh, into their internal systems and uh, reconciling cash positions with the bank account. Um, very manual process, painful, uh, error prone. Um, again, reconciling. Uh, carrier statements, whether for direct bill or uh, agency bill, huge pain point. Um, there is, in essence, especially for the smaller agencies, a complete reliance on the carrier being correct, um, which, you know, in most instances is probably true, but, um, you know, it would still be good to at least automate the process and have certainty. 
um, you know, we see issues with making payments or charging, um, you know, insurers uh, for for providing a policy. Um, that's not a process that's super helpful. Um, you know, this this lacking automate automation. You know, those things are already um, a good summary of why we think the financial services that are currently provided by you know established banks regional or larger banks to the insurance industry at large and agencies specifically is frankly broken to the point where it's still in the 20th century uh, so hence we want to come on the scene and offer up an open api structure where tech enabled agencies um, in the first instance but also at a later point through a, a user interface can actually automate a lot of these processes. We want to make sure that everything you can do with your current bank, you can do programmatically with us. What What is your approach to that? Is it to sort of do do, do these uh, different interviews as you described and, and then pick one niche or is it to, you know, pick a couple to see on what some of the issues are in each one and, and, and which might be the best to focus on initially with your rollout or how, how are you approaching that? So we thought about this fairly long and hard and we've come up with a solution where uh, we want to focus on um, those that, that segment in the insurance vertical uh, that can actually benefit from our you know tech enabled and API first infrastructure the most, which is um, tech enabled agencies uh, who have in-house tech capabilities to tap into APIs and who are of a certain size to take full advantage of that. Um, now, we're a little less size, I guess, dependent. Um, you know, we would be happy working with smaller agencies just as much as we do with larger agencies. I think purely for a, um, you know, fr from a go-to-market strategy point of view, uh, in the early phases uh, of our rollout, we would want to focus on larger agencies that are tech enabled. Uh, but again, I want to stress uh, for your listeners as well, like any agency um, is is welcome, whether tech enabled or not, whether large or small. Um, it's just that in the first instance, uh, we want to focus on originating larger ones that are tech enabled. Are there particular challenges you face as a startup in meeting the security requirements of, you know, the financial institutions or the other organizations that, that, you know, you're connecting into on the back end? There are and there aren't. So my ambivalent answer here, let me explain that. As you rightly point out, there would be or are a tremendous amount of security criteria that you have to abide by. Um, we are actually, so, so we are not regulated as a bank. So we are working with um, a banking as a service provider called Solidify. There's like three large ones in the US that do that and, and do it well. Uh, we've gone with Solidify. They basically expose an API to us that allows us to create banking services on top of that. Um, but it does it in a way such that we don't actually have to um, you know, be regulated uh, and controlled as or like a bank. Um, so that is a huge pain point that is you know, taken off our shoulders. The same thing applies to uh, payments. So we work with a payment service provider um, called Move. They have a fantastic product, uh, which allows us to, in essence, even though we, you know, we take or facilitate our users to take card payments, we don't actually ever touch like our front end nor our back end ever touches uh, user card details. So you know we are not 
PCI compliant, nor do we need to be. Um, so those two aspects remove a you know a tremendous amount of headache uh, for us and and really accelerate and speed up the the build process for us. You have certain fundamental principles to your approach. I mean, detail orientation is one thing, but what the foundation of an architecture needs to be or how you should have a modular approach because technologies are constantly evolving. I'm curious if you have a particular philosophy you follow. I'd still say I'm fairly junior in that sense. You know, let's not forget yeah. I've, I've been writing software code for like, you know, two years or two and a half years. I mean, I've been doing it for like 14 hours a day, basically straight. Um, you know, I love what I'm doing. Uh, and I wouldn't change that for anything. So, you know, if you compare that with your nine to five developer job, I'd argue I've got four or five years experience. But, you know, clearly there's there's developers who work exceptionally hard, uh, probably harder than me um, at, at, you know, large companies. You know, from a philosophical standpoint, I would say I'm a little less, um, you know, set on, on, on things than maybe someone who's been working in the industry for like 15 years. What I am very focused on are the, the 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 basics i'd say um first thing is documentation so I'm, I'm i'm a stickler for documentation um because i'm not just writing software code for myself now i'm writing software code for myself in three months time when i look at code again uh code is usually read in the proportion of eight to one times between reading and writing so you write code once and you read it like eight times helping people and you know the other people are going to be the people following me in my footsteps right when i'm when we start hiring engineers um i want them to have an onboarding experience that's smooth fast and and quick so you know the documentation around around our stack needs to be needs to be spot on and i've i as i write code i'm always building out my documentation i'm very focused on that uh whether that's documentation and postman for our apis the internal ones the external ones or documentation in the readmes for all our repos on github they are um you know up to date at all times so i don't even uh allow there to be any you know um any creep of delays um or focus on writing code to be superseding writing documentation so that's one aspect another aspect is you know writing clean and readable code personally i would rather forego um a little bit of um, performance um, and write code instead that is more human readable. Um, there are aspects where you could write faster code or find faster solutions, but if those solutions are super complicated uh, to the point that you, have, you, know, you end up having like one guy in the organization understanding what, what's actually going on um, and the rest don't, uh, to me, that's not a great um scalability aspect that's not great from a scalability aspect the nature of of what we're doing is you know we're, we're not going to have there's no point comparing us to you know a, a google or twitter or or some of these these large companies because our customer base is very different so we have very different um you know throughput um requirements for our stack than say you know a twitter um so hence i've got a little bit more leeway to forego you know, performance in favor of, um, you know, writing clean and 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 human readable code. Um, I want to allow my developers to have as much freedom as they as they need or want, um, and be as open as I can with them. Uh, there's always an open door policy. Uh, I want to make sure they learn stuff. So 
Um, you know, I, I don't want them to just work in siloed environments. I want them to become, you know, well-rounded software engineers um, across the stack. I would have a strong preference hiring for uh, potential than hiring skills. So Sven Gerlach, CTO and co-founder of Turris. It's been great having you on. Pleasure was online. Thank you.